0: Welcome to Don't Box Me In, the show that features conversations with people from all walks of life, talking about their extraordinary experiences and inspirational messages. Now, here's your host, Lana Reed. Hello, 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 and welcome back to
1: another edition of Don't Box Me In. I am your host, Delana Today, I get to spend some time with the bad boy of the dating game, Mr. Lucario. Mr. Lucario has been featured on VH1, Fuse, The Dish Network, TLC, ABC Family, The Tyra Bank Show, and Anderson Cooper. Uh, what separates Mr. Lucario from the other relationship girls is his no-nonsense, realistic approach to the dating game and the game of life. His idea is to give men and women the knowledge truth, and confidence to understand what they want. I'm happy to have him on the show today and extend a great big welcome. Mr. Lacario. welcome to Don't Box Me In. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you for spending time with me today. How are things out there in New York? Oh, it's good.
2: It's pretty good. It's pretty nice. <laughs> the weather is not too bad, so, you know. Not to
1: <laughs> all right, one of my, New York is one of my uh unofficial second homes. I just don't visit you guys when that snow stuff starts to hit when it gets cold, yeah, but
2: I know.
1: Also, always good times in New York. so you are a dating coach. Uh, explain to the audience who might not know what that is. uh what exactly is a dating coach?
2: Yeah, so a dating coach is basically a person who you know, assist and help people with their dating lives, their love lives, you know, help them, you know, get on the right track of, you know, trying to find whatever they want to find, trying to get whatever they want to get. So, you know, everybody has different goals uh, when it comes to their dating lives. So, you know, I kind of just help people figure out what they want because some people don't really know exactly what they want yet. Some people do know what they want, but either way, you know, I help them find what they want and get that. So, you know, a lot of people think that dating is just, you know, something that, that just happens naturally you know for for a lot of people. but some people might need help with different areas of their dating life and they might be having trouble with it which is why they can't really get what they want so I'm the you know the guy that comes in and helps them you know achieve those goals
1: Okay you're that guy uh what's that yeah. movie with Will Smith I'm am yeah. <laughs> uh, That that movie was a hitch right you're that guy you're
2: right. Right, yeah, exactly. You <laughs> people,
1: people always compare me to that. <laughs> okay, okay, cool stuff, cool stuff. So when did you realize that this was something that you were good at? How long have you been doing this?
2: I've been doing this for about, like, eight years now. Um, I was, what, what I was doing before, because I'm also um, an actor, and, mm-hmm. you know, I used to I used to rap, so I used to do, like, a lot of, like mixtapes online and stuff like that. But, um, what, what happened was, you know, I wanted to do something that was a little bit more, um, you know, stable as far as like financially that, you know, yes. something that I like to do and that I could actually make a living off of. And also, like, what I was doing was, um, I was like actually the guy out of my group of friends that always was the one that had a girl, you know, I was like that guy. So I kind of helped my friends learn how to get girls and be comfortable talking to women. So one of my friends was telling me, and he was like, hey, you should do this, like, for real, for a living, and help mm-hmm. other guys and help other people, help other women and everything like that. So then it kind of just snowballed from there. And then I started uh, doing YouTube videos and advice on there, and then people started emailing me for advice, and I started writing articles for different websites. And then, you know, it just kind of went from there, and then uh, it kept going.
1: So you've always been good with the ladies. No awkward, geeky, 14-year-old kind of stage thing. You've just always naturally had it?
2: Oh, no, no. Back in the days, I was was horrible. Okay. (laughs) And and it's like I learned, you know, I learned uh, certain things from from certain guys from around my way. And then through that, you know, I started doing my own thing. And then I kind of got better as time went. And then, you know, that's what I realized, too, is that, you know, sometimes, you know, it takes a while to to get into the rhythm of things, or to get good at you know doing certain things, or get even and even just get comfortable with yourself because that's where where it really starts. It starts with you being comfortable with who you are, and then that's when you know it, it becomes a little bit more easier for you to get what you want because you're more comfortable you know with who you are and doing what you're trying to do to get what you want to get.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably one of the big battles with dating is people don't really understand, you know, it is actually being comfortable, you know, with who you are, and that will determine a lot of the success that you do have in dating. Um, right. but reflecting, doing some little self-reflection here, Mr. Lucario, when do you think, at what age you transitioned, it became like pretty good at the dating game? How old are you? Thinking? Well,
2: I, I think I would say probably around 1920 was okay. around the time where I, I really started, uh, you know, really like, getting into the groove of things, you know, because when I was younger, it was like, you know, I, I I had, like, a just a lot of insecurities, and I was just, you know, I didn't really know or understand certain things, and I didn't understand certain things about women and about dating, I didn't understand, you know, so I was just, like, kind of confused, and as I grew older, I started to learn more things, and around the time I turned 19 or 20, I started to find out that, you know, I was like, okay, I, I sort of see certain patterns and sort of, you know, understand myself a little more. I understand how, you know, w- what I'm comfortable with or what I'm not comfortable with. I started working on things that, you know, I wanted to improve. So, you know, around that time, I started to get really, like, good in, at, you know, talking to women and, and being comfortable around women.
1: Okay, cool. Um, just uh, one more. What, what age bracket do you find your clientele to be in?
2: Um, It's usually between... I'd say like eighteen to about like thirty-five. That's like the you know, the main uh, the, the the main my main clients around that age. But um, I usually get I get sometimes like older folks in their forties, you know, here and there. But it's usually between eighteen and thirty-five.
1: Okay, okay. those yeah. older folks yeah. in our forties, like me in my forty-five, right? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no no slight there, no slight there, but that's okay. So if I may ask, dear, how old are you at this point, in time? Um, I'm, I'm
2: thirty-three. 30, 30.
1: Okay, so let me. When you're giving advice to men, um, I'm going mm-hmm. to assume that you give uh, different advice for a man who's trying to uh, catch maybe somebody, a woman who's 20 versus a woman who's 35. Is, is, are there different dating te- tactics based on the age of the female, or is it all the same across the board?
2: Um, no, it's, it's it's pretty different depending on age because you know uh, the, the if a woman is older. You know, there's a different, usually a different sort of mind frame that she's in versus when she's, like, you know, 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if a guy, you know, if he's trying to, you know, attract, um, you know, a, a older woman or a younger woman, he has to understand, like, where she's at in her life or what she's about so that he can understand, like, why she would or wouldn't want to be interested in doing this or that. You know what I mean? So it kind of, okay. like it's kind of like having that knowledge to understand like okay well this woman's kind of a little bit more mature so mm-hmm. she's going to most likely be looking for this or trying to do this you know like if a woman's in her 30s she might more, might be you know thinking about marriage and all this mm-hmm. other stuff like that just generally and a woman who's younger you know if she's like 19 or 20 she's thinking about you know going to the Rihanna concert that's all she's
1: thinking about <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know true, you, true, gotta, you true. gotta understand
2: that difference you know and then that's gonna play out when you're interacting with with the girl, you know,
1: so. Okay, cool. Good advice. Now, that brings me, like, kind of into my next question. Do you think, I mean, from your experience, that men and women, young men, young women, boys and girls, approach this whole dating game differently, with different goals in mind?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, the thing you thing I understand also is that we're, we're very socialized to mm-hmm. uh, want a certain thing. Like, you know, like, Men are, we're, we're men are socialized to, you know, to an extent, like men, we want to date around and do all this other stuff, but we're also socialized to feel that way. Like, oh, you know, I want to, I want for my self-esteem boost, you know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. go out and, and be with a whole bunch of girls. And for women, it's like women are socialized to say, okay, well, I, you know, I need to find me this one guy and I need to get married eventually. And, you know, all these other things. So mm-hmm. it's like, we're already socialized to, to feel a certain way. But what I, you know, what I teach people is that, you know, um, you have to really, like, dig deep and figure out what is it that you want. Block out what the world is expecting from you. Block out what you, you think you're supposed to do and figure out what you actually want. You understand? And that's mm-hmm. what's gonna make you really get what you want and, 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 actually, you know, make you have a more beneficial, you know, dating life and make you have more fun. And then do you actually figure out, um, what you want through kind of just like continuously being honest with yourself. And so that's what I tell people to kind of like figure out when they're, when they're, you know, dating.
1: You know, that's kind of hard to do, kind of block out what society is telling you because, you know, especially from a female perspective, you have right. like the media telling you you should look for this. You have your girlfriends around you telling you right. look for that. I have my parents, you know, kind of like, okay, girl, you're kind of getting older now. You know, so there's all these like societal pressures. It's sometimes hard to just kind of discount what everybody's telling you and right. for, you know it's it's a very difficult place to be and especially um maybe with younger people whose mindset isn't really you know at that stage where they have realized who they are and they're comfortable with mm-hmm. themselves and you know they can kind of forget what you know the media or society is saying so um i i'm assuming for depending on where you're adding live dating can yeah. you know it can be a pretty, pretty perplexing kind of thing
2: Right, yeah, definitely. Cause <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool, and that's why you have your clientele there. Now, right. one one of the things, I was on your website, um, com, and one of the tips that you offer uh, men or you tell men to do is or how to date a beautiful woman. Now, is there a difference between a beautiful woman and a quality woman?
2: Um. Well, see, a woman can be beautiful and not really be a quality woman, you know, so there's kind of a difference. Like, you can have a woman who's beautiful and she's quality, but you can have a woman who's beautiful and she's not quality. So, you know, I always tell guys that, you know, it's always better to, you know, it's better to have a woman who is, you know, like, quality and beautiful. So if you find that, you know, all across the board, then that's, that's perfect. A lot of times guys are just looking for, you know, a woman who looks good, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with that. But the thing is, is that, you know, in the long run, that's not really going to be anything that's really sustainable if you're actually looking for a girlfriend or if you actually want somebody, a substance. So I always mm-hmm. tell guys, you know, to to just even when they're younger, just be prepared to, you know, look out for women who, who are quality overall, who actually, you know, looks and personality and she has things going for her because you want to get yourself in a, into the habit of, um, you know, dealing with women like that. Because, you know, when guys get older, they start to realize that as they get older. But I, I always encourage guys, even when they're younger, to figure that out. Because you don't want to get into a situation where, you know, you're so uh, blinded by the fact that this girl looks good, but you're missing the fact that she might not be, you know, uh, really mm-hmm. all all the way there upstairs or, you know, she might she might have issues that can mm-hmm. affect you if you're dealing with her. So it's like it's it's just understanding that, you know, it's not just about looks. And and I always tell guys to, you know, really look out for, you know, what's going to, um you know, the quality of the woman overall. And I feel like those are the best type of women to even, you know, interact with as far as dating and relationships go. You
1: know? Gotcha. So on this, this tip of how to date a beautiful woman and not giving away all of your stuff, like right. what, what are some or one or two of the things that a man has to do to date a beautiful woman?
2: Right. Well, I, I would say the first thing is, you know, um, I always tell guys, it's, it's, it's really all about like confidence first, like how you feel. Cause a lot of guys, they say, you know, when you say confidence, people are like, what does that even mean? How do you be confident? Cause I, I usually tell guys like you gotta be confident and they're just like, well, I'm not confident. I don't know how to do that. And, you know, I always tell guys that, you know, every, every man, every woman, everybody has something that's unique and interesting about them. Mm-hmm. And then, and you you know, you can draw from that and that's where you build your confidence, you know, understanding who you are and what you're about. And then you build off of that. So first the guy has to be confident in order to even attract, um, you know, like not even just beautiful women, but any woman. You understand? Mm-hmm. So he has to mm-hmm. be like that for the woman to even, you know, uh, be attractive to him. But also, you know, I tell guys to, not um think of the woman just, you know, as the beautiful woman, because what happens is that if he thinks, oh, she's so cute or she looks so good, he starts to get intimidated, and he starts to, you know, subconsciously treat her, uh, you know, differently than he would treat another woman, and he starts putting her on a pedestal. And by doing that, you know, it kind of takes away, you know, it kind of takes away the natural interaction he would have had with her, which would have actually made her naturally attracted to him. So what happens is he's doing basically the opposite, by putting her on a pedestal, she's going to be less attractive to him because she can see that he's trying to impress her, he's trying to do too much, he's trying to be, you know, this guy that he's not instead of just being himself and just, you know, interacting with her. So always tell guys, you know, don't look at her as this special, you know, like untouchable beautiful woman. Just look at her as she's a, a, a regular human being just like you. You think she's attractive. You have a regular conversation with her and that's how you're going to attract her by just being natural when you're interacting with her.
1: I know a lot of guys probably look at you like okay now you see how fine she is okay and my palms are sweating it's going to be hard for me to be natural and have my game face on you know because the fact of the matter is she is awesome and amazing you know i mean so it's it's a transition process it's a growing process i mean we all have to we all have to realize man or woman you know we put on pants on to get same uh one leg at a time just like everybody else nobody's you know and 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 it takes some of us a long time to learn that lesson so um you know I can understand where you're coming from with that. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Stay with me. We'll be right back, right after this.
0: Welcome back to Don't Box Me In. Here's your host, Lana Reed.
1: Hello, hello, welcome back, welcome back. Today I am with Mr. Lucario, the bad boy of the dating game. Um, and dear, why do they call you that?
2: Well, yeah, basically the, the bad boy is more so, it's like a, um, you know, it's, it's, it's actually kind of deep. Because the thing is, you know, they say the nice guy and they say the bad boy. So mm-hmm. the nice guy, they usually say the nice guy, you know, finishes last and the bad boy gets to the girls. And really what it is, is that the bad boy is actually the guy who is more honest. So the reason why women are attracted to bad boys is not because they're bad or because they're jerks or because, you know, whatever. It's more so because that the bad boy is showing a more realistic side of who he is or who, who he is. And the nice guy, he's trying to be too nice. He's trying to be who he's really not to impress you. So when I say the bad boy of the data game, I'm talking about I'm the honest guy of the dating game because even in the dating game and even the dating role with dating coaches and a lot of stuff, a lot of times people want to just tell you what you, you know, tell you what you want to hear, tell you Mm -hmm. you some good type of stuff. So, you know, I decided at first that I'm going to always tell people the truth, even if it hurts. I'm not, you know, I'd rather you, uh, you know, be good than just feel good. You know, I want you to feel good too, but I want you to actually be good. And so that's why, you know, I, I, I'm i just very honest with it. So the bad boy is just basically just the metaphor for like the honest guy. You know what I'm
1: saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why so I, that's why I call myself sh- that. So you're the guy who's gonna tell a girl or a guy like, no, no, player, you out your league, that's, that's not the one for you. You're gonna oh, no. come to the <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that That's you.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what, I mean, I just keep it, is keep it real honest, cause even, even with that, like, you know, with the whole out of your league stuff, i I've, I've never liked that, that phrase of mm. someone thinking someone else is out of your league, because, you know, no one, especially for guys, like no, no woman is really out of your league. You know, that's just, that's mm-hmm. just all in your head. So a lot of guys, they mess themselves up even thinking about stuff like that, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So you've got this thing um, on your website where you, uh, you answer questions within 24 hours. And I, I thought that was kind of neat and cool. Right. Like, what is, what is the weirdest question somebody's ever asked you before?
2: Wow, um, it's, it's, great. I get a lot of interesting questions, but I remember, uh, this lady, she emailed me and she said something like, I think she, she was, she was an older woman. She was, I think, around in, like in her late 40s, early 50s. Mm-hmm. And she said that she, you know, had sex with her, her boyfriend's son. So her boyfriend is her age and her son is like 20 something. Mm-hmm. So she, so she, had, you know, mm-hmm. so she had sex with her, her boyfriend's son and she was asking me, like, what should she, should she tell her boyfriend? She already she did has? it. Right. She's like, should I tell him or should I keep it a secret? You know, so, yeah. you know, different stuff, like, stuff like that. You know, I get questions like that sometimes. Where it's just like, wow, this is, this is a lot of stuff going on, you know? Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and a lot
2: yeah. Of times, you know, I just get, uh, you know, other questions just dealing with, like, you know, simple stuff like, you know, what should I say to this girl and how should I gotcha. approach this or whatever like that, or, you know, gotcha.
1: so it gotcha. all depends. And going through your website, one of the things that you seem to advocate for is um, online uh, meeting, online dating and stuff. And there was a tidbit I saw there about how to how a man can get a woman from online to meet him in person. Is that yes. really a problem? Is, is it that it's hard to transition from the online world to the reality world?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, for men, it is because you got to say for, for, for men, online dating is very difficult for the average guy because mm-hmm. you know the, the, what happens is on online dating, it's kind of it, it's kind of like uh, you know it's kind of like the same as you know regular in person type of dating where usually online men are the ones that are still you know contacting women and women are just mm-hmm. just waiting around for the guys to contact them so if you have, mm-hmm. so if, so for example if you're if you're on online dating you might get thirty or forty messages you know within two days. So you're, you're going to have to sift through 40 guys and sometimes you might not even get to the 40th guy. So if I'm the mm-hmm. 40th guy that sent you the message, you know, you might not even get to me. So then I have to continuously, you know, talk to a number of different women just to even get a point to where she even sees my message. So, you know, it's, it's so it's like I kind of like try to help guys figure out ways that they can make it easier for them for on online dating, different ways to make it easier for them to, uh, you know, get girl's numbers and exchange contact information and to get a girl offline because a lot of times there's a lot of women who are still nervous to even like meet the guy offline you know so they're talking to you but they're still not really comfortable so it's like you got it's like a, a lot of things you got to kind of go through mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. online thing you know
1: so yeah. is there any tips that a man can make it more successful to him with the online dating right. experience what what can you do
2: yeah, so I would basically say like you know, and I actually have a program too. It's called um the Easy Way to Date Online for Men. So if any okay. of you guys want that, you can go to my site and it's my membership program. But what I would say, what I say to guys is, you know, I always tell guys uh, one thing to do is when you're when you're sending a first message to any woman, always send a copy and paste message. And a lot of <laughs> people think you know I'm crazy for saying that, but what happens is that when you're first sending a message, so if you're a guy and let's say you send uh, thirty messages. You don't want to sit there and write 30 different messages to 30 different women because most of these women might not even see your message. So what you do is you send a copy and paste message, like a generic, Hey, how you doing? What are you up to this week? Send that to a whole bunch of different women. And mm-hmm. then whichever ones respond to you, then you have the conversation with that, with that woman instead of trying to waste time sending 30 different messages. You know what I mean? So that's, that's like one tip that I, I always give guys to do. On, online so that they don't, like, waste too much time, you know what I mean?
1: Gotcha. So, well, do you yeah. think, just to, just to pause for a second, do you think, because I, I think with a lot of these online profiles, like, people will say, you know, like, I've got uh two dogs and I skydive mm-hmm. or something like that, would it right. not be beneficial to, like, read that person's profile and say, hey, I was skydiving in Dubai last year, mm-hmm. you know, we have that in common, instead of the right. copy and paste message, or you just find yeah, you can- that...
2: Yeah, you can do that, too. You can always tell people, like, you can do a copy and paste message, but also you can add that in there if you see that specific. Like, if she said, hey, I like skydiving, you can add that, like, one sentence if you want. Like, that's a you know, extra thing you can do depending on if you're, you know, really into that girl. But, like, technically, I always just tell them to send the copy and paste message because the thing with online dating that most people won't tell you is that most of the time, men and women don't read your profile, you my mm, so like, gotcha. A lot okay. of times, like look, go see, like if you and this is what I always tell guys and, and women is that you don't, you know, they look at your pictures and you don't necessarily have to be a really good looking person. You just mm-hmm. have to have your pictures looking nice. You have to just look nice. So if you're a guy, you know, make sure you got a haircut in your picture. Make sure you look like you have a nice shirt on or whatever. If you're a woman, make sure you're smiling, looking clean or whatever like that. So people are more more likely to look at your pictures and then send you a message versus versus looking at your profile. So especially for you know, like guys don't look at women's profiles that much, and so and, and and most women don't even look at profiles as much as they say they do. Until you actually respond to them, until you're having that dialogue, most people mm-hmm. don't look at the profiles. You always, they usually look at the profiles after. Um, we start connecting. So if I send you a message, I probably most likely didn't look at your profile. And then if you send me a message back, that's when I'm going to look at your profile. You see what I'm saying? And then yeah, I can talk about did. your skydiving and all the other stuff. But like you said, I, I don't, I totally agree that sometimes when you send that first copy and paste message, you can also send, uh, you know, another thing. If you look at her profile and see, oh, she likes this or she likes dogs, you can mention that in your, you know, thing too as an added, you know, bonus to your message.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and this whole thing about like the mm-hmm. profiles, the online profiles, and kind of like people don't look at them. But it is well, I guess maybe that's the picture thing because it is kind of important that you do have accuracy because if you do actually manage to transition to you know a face to face, it's very important that you are who you represent yourself to be. Right?
2: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Like like they actually had a. Um. I, I remember I was watching this this uh, this. Um. Um. It was like a TED talk where this lady was mm-hmm. talking about online dating and she basically you know was saying she was doing this whole algorithm of trying to figure out how to find the the right guy for her and it was funny the one thing that she made a tweak on cuz she did a study of like what the guy who the guys were responding to the most on online dating so she made like 10 fake profiles or whatever mm-hmm. means, and she noticed that more men would respond to women who had profiles of them like kind of showing skin and looking sexy so mm. she she switched her profile up to to make mm-hmm. her profile a little bit more sexy and then she got more guys you know responding to her and that's how she found her husband you see what I mean so it's more about like how you the 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 picture is like 80. Percent and then everything else is like twenty percent.
1: <laughs> so, so now you you think your society tells you that a guy doesn't want this girl who's on the internet showing cleavage right. with the little butt shot, but right, that's right. what that's what's going to get a man on when it comes to online profile to kind of pay you mm. some attention is the cleavage and the butt shot. So it's like it's conflicting information there.
2: Right, and, that, and that's and that's why and that's exactly why I call myself the bad boy of the dating because I say I tell the people. The real stuff, because a lot of a lot of stuff that you're hearing is not true. See, there's always a difference between. I always tell people this: there's a difference between what people are saying and what people actually do. You understand? Mm -hmm. So, like, Mm -hmm. that's I I let people know what people actually do. It's kind of like if I was like, you know, I could be talking crap about Mike Tyson. I could say, oh, I don't care about Mike Tyson. If I see Mike Tyson, I'll punch him in the face. You know, just act big and bad, like I'm saying this. But once Mike Tyson is in the room. (laughs) <laughs> Most of them, I'm not going to do what I said. Do you understand? <laughs> like, you know, so, no,
1: wasn't me, it's, man. No, we cool. Uh-uh, <laughs> no, uh-uh.
2: <laughs> exactly. You see what <laughs> I mean? So I always try to teach people what people actually do because that's what's going to make you actually successful and further what you're trying to do instead of, like, thinking of all these things that you've been taught and, you know, all that other stuff that doesn't really work. You see what I mean?
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So there we – so how how do you suggest – when people transition, okay, I've, I've managed to get this, this girl or this guy to um, actually agree to meet me offline. What do you suggest like an ideal offline date uh, to be or first meeting to be?
0: Right. I
2: always tell people, you know, always meet, um, you know, like on like a, a short date. I always say like for like an hour or something to get either a coffee or a drink. Mm-hmm. You know, something something short something sweet you know it doesn't have to be an elaborate date where you guys are going to the movies and dinner and all this other crazy stuff you, know, you can save that for later but when you are first meeting someone offline you know you want to you know meet them in like an open space where it's like other people around you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like, for mm-hmm. safety reasons you know what i mean so and also too you know you want to keep it short because when you meet this person offline. They might not be what you expected because sometimes people, they're very deceptive with their online, you know, profile yes. where you think they look this way. And then you come see them mm-hmm. person and you're just like, oh, my goodness, actually had to happen to me a couple of times where i you know, meet a girl offline and she, you know, she looks like 20 years older than her. Picture, she's <laughs> just like, hey, what's going on with this? And, you know, I still stay there and have the date and, you know, we'd still get some coffee or whatever. But then it was like, you know, it was like, okay, nice to meet you, and that's it. So it's like, you know, so it's not too much pressure on me, not too much pressure on a girl or whatever. And, you know, you can see if you, you guys connect. And then if you connect, then it's a good thing. If you don't, then it's like, it's okay. It's just a, a date for like an hour. So I always say, like, you know, do like a small coffee date or get in a drink, and, you know, that's it.
1: Cool, cool. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay, we're going to take a second commercial break here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this.
0: Let's return to Don't Box Me In with your host, Lana Reed.
1: Welcome back, welcome back. Uh today's guest is the bad boy of the dating game, Mr. Lucario. And uh dear uh what tell me, what is it that you enjoy the most about this whole dating thing?
2: Oh man, well I, I just love to see people I, I love to see people get together, like it just I don't know, is this something about uh, you know, two people actually who like each other, who have a connection. It's something like, it's just always good. Because I even, like, when I would, would uh, date, you know, I was dating around and everything. And um, I'm actually, I'm married right now. I just got married. Oh, okay. Uh, this okay. Year, Congratulations. Been, okay. Yeah, thank you. Me and my, me and my um, wife, we've been together. We've been together for uh, eight years. We just got married um, this year. And cool. But it was like, you know, what I'm dating around and I was, you know, doing stuff, and it was always this fun, exciting feeling when you're. On a date with someone and you actually like them, and they like you, and it's you know it's just like it's good. It's like it's just a really good feeling, and I love to like help people you know um, get that and 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 you know experience those things because a lot of my clients, there's clients that I've had who who've never been on a date, who've never mm. had a girlfriend, who've never had a boyfriend, who've never kissed a person before, you know. <laughs> so it's like, wow, so like you know, so it's like just just to be going through life and not actually experience that, I you know I think it's, you know, it's good to experience it. And now, you know, I want to help people be able to have those experiences. You know what I mean?
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Now, you mentioned that you're um, married. And when it comes to your clientele, what point do you advise a man um, to transition from this dating stuff to, like, maybe this woman is somebody I should explore being committed to and maybe this might be the one. When do you say, how do you, guide and navigate a client into okay it's not it's now time to stop dating and maybe focus in on one
2: um well actually i you know i don't advise them to do that that's that's, that's the funny thing what i do is like because this is what i you know i always tell people you know uh and and it's kind of weird even that i say this is that you know I don't. I don't tell people that they should get married. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I tell people to figure out what they want. So if marriage is what you want, and it's gonna, it's gonna be something that happens naturally within yourself and 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 the connection you're having with this person. So if a guy is, let's say, if a guy is dating, and I had a client like this where you know he was dating around and stuff. He was, you know. Um, going around having fun, doing this and doing that. And then he started seeing this one girl. And then he, he was still dating other girls, but this one girl he was just really interested in. Like he, like, this was like his main girl that like, he was like, I really, really like her. Even though I'm still dating other people and she's dating other people, I really like her. So he was in the stage of his life where he was like, Look, I don't even want to date other women anymore. I just want to be with her. So it was mm-hmm. a natural progression of him wanting to do that, um, you know, to be with her and to actually, you know, for him and her to be together. So once that happened, I said, okay, well, you know, you're, you're entering the stage where you actually want to do this. So now I'm going to give you advice on how to transition into that. So it's not necessarily me. Uh, telling him to do it, or telling any guy or, or anybody to do it as a thing that they're supposed to do, but it actually them feeling it within themselves to actually want to do that, and then be helping and guiding, uh, you know, them along to do it. Because the thing is, with you know, with the whole dating thing and everything is that, and just with life in general, there, you know, people think that there's this one way to do things, and everybody mm-hmm. has to do it this way. And it's like that's not the the issue. The issue is is that people. Oh, you know, we, we're all different. We're all individuals and we all have different desires and wants and needs. So figuring out what that is and then helping them along with that. So if a guy actually wants to get married, I would help him do, you know, help him with that, but I don't technically try to lure people into, you know, this way of thinking or that way of thinking because, you know, everybody's different and they're at different points and stages in their life. You see?
1: Gotcha. So what do you suggest to the man or woman and they're, they're in this dating game and they're out there and they're having fun and there's always going to be one in your bunch, one guy or one girl who's kind of feeling you, you know, more and you kind of like them and, and they, they propose this ultimatum, like you need to stop seeing these other people. I, you know, what do you suggest to this person? Cause I kind of like this person, I, but I'm not really ready to like stop dating.
2: Right. Well, yeah. Well, with that person, if a person tells you that or gives you that ultimatum, you know, you got you. You know, you can let them know, like, hey, listen, you know, I'm I'm interested in you, but where I'm at now, I'm still not ready to be in that type of relationship or come a relationship, and. If they respect that, then they'll still be with you while you're doing what you're doing. If they don't respect that, then you're just going to have to let them go. Because the Mm -hmm. thing is, is that there's, you know, a relationship is not supposed to be about you, you know, sacrificing yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. for -hmm. someone else. You understand? Like that's, and that's why a lot of people get divorced. That's why a lot of people have really bad relationships is because they don't understand that your, the relationship you have with other people is supposed to be another person uh, another person basically honoring who you are you understand mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. trying to change you into who they want you to be because that's not a real relationship you understand it's like you're you're supposed to be I'm supposed to be adding to your life and not you changing yourself to you know, make me feel more comfortable about whatever it is I want to do. That's not, that's not a relationship. A relationship is two people coming together who, you know, who, who, you know, you have your own lives. You come together to benefit each other, to make your lives better. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah, to like true. change everybody and you got to do this. And nah, that's, that's where it all, the resentment comes in and all this other nonsense happens. A lot of,
1: yeah, like you said, a lot of resentment comes in when you look up one day and said, you know, I altered all of this for you and I'm not even happy with the way right. things turned out. So, exactly. So, you know, one of the uh, podcasts that you have on your, uh, your website, the topic is why men pretend to like you. And I think this right. is something that women really struggle with because, you know, you go out on dates with these guys sometimes and, you know, you have a good time, you're laughing it up and yada, yada, yada. Or, you know, you go out or, you know, maybe text or whatever, but it doesn't seem like he's into you like that, that. Right. Um, Right. So maybe you can explain to women or give them some more clarity on why men do this.
2: Right. Well, the thing is, you know, just like when we're talking about like first the dating game, because every time when I say the dating game, people are like, "Oh, I don't want to play games and everything." And it's the difference between you know playing games and having game and understanding the game. And basically, having game is, is game is like a skill or strategy to get your a certain goal. So what guys do is that their you know their game is to say, okay, what what type of strategy do I need in order to get what I want from this woman, right? Mm-hmm. What happens is that you know. In society, women have been taught, you know, certain things like, oh, you know, don't don't kiss a guy on the first date or don't sleep with a guy at this point or that point. And the guy is just like, man, you know, I'm just I'm wanting to have some sex, and I got to mm-hmm. figure out the fastest way to have the sex. So he's going, so he's going to, so he's going to <laughs> pretend to be whatever guy that you have been taught, you know, them guys that you, whenever you watch a romantic comedy, you know, you see a certain type of guy or, you know, you read these romance novels. So they're like, okay, I'm going to try to be as close to that guy or as close to your fantasy as you expect. So I can have sex with you. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a lot about, you know, the guy pretending that way, because if the guy was honest, a lot of times because when a woman's more mature, she, she can take honesty a little bit better than mm-hmm. versus like a younger girl or a girl who's like not been had that much experience with guys. So if a guy is like, you know, he might think you're cool, but he's like, hey, I really want to have sex right now. He's not going to explicitly say, hey, uh, girl, I just want to have sex with you because most of the women are going to be like, whoa, like, I, mm-hmm. what do you mean you know, so he has to pretend and do certain things in order to get you comfortable enough to have sex with them so that's why that's why a lot of guys you know they pretend because it, you know a lot of women are not um you know ready to take that type of honesty from a dude and also it's like just the whole you know societal uh, you know pressure or the you know the social conditioning of making a woman feel, Uh, a certain way by being sexual. So even though she might want to have sex with a guy, she's also pretending because she's like, no, that's not right, and I'm a lady, and I don't do that because she's Mm -hmm. been indoctrinated to think that. So it's like the whole way that we've been conditioned as a society as far as dating and relationship goes it, 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 it basically encourages the fakeness and the pretending from men and women. And this is why, you know, at the end of the day, there's so much dysfunction in relationships because nobody really wants to be honest and real about it and just say, Hey, look, I'm, I'm just, I'm just letting you know how I am, what I'm about. And what it is, and then it's like since everyone's so conditioned, it's hard for you know people to be real with each other. And this is why guys end up pretending and saying certain things that they don't really mean because they just you know they want sex, but they don't know how to really go about it in an honest way because a lot of times the honesty is not really received well from you know by women. You feel what I mean? So, gotcha. It's gotcha. A, it's, just, a, it's a lot of things going on with that. I'm telling you, it's really deep. I could talk about that all day. It's
1: crazy. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm assuming that you and Steve Harvey and his 90 Day Rule are not the best of friends, then.
2: Oh no, that's that. That's the most ridiculous thing. I, and you know, it's funny. I tell you, I, I have a friend who <laughs> he he did, he did the ninety day rule with this woman, and but he but he was having sex with other girls on the side while he was waiting for this girl to be ready. And he had sex with this girl on the ninetieth day, and then on the ninety first day, she stopped calling her. You know what I mean? So wow. the ninety day rule doesn't matter. Like a guy, a guy will wait and he'll be still having sex with other women, and then you know, you know what I mean. So it's not. And on top of that. The, the thing is, I always told him that it's not about when you have sex with a guy. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's about if that guy likes you. That's all that really matters. You can have sex with a guy on the first date or the fourth date or two weeks from now. If he likes you, he's going to see you again. If he doesn't like you, he's not going to see you again. It doesn't matter.
0: Mm
1: -hmm, Yeah, I mean, I I think that is a social stigma. A lot of women feel that, you know, like we were saying earlier with the online date, if you see somebody, meet somebody at the coffee shop and you guys are really vibing and feeling each other and you end up sleeping together that particular day, you know, there's an impression that a man is going to walk away from that experience like, oh, you know, she's loose and loose witted and foot loose and fancy free. But what you're saying now is if a guy is really into you and feeling you, he's not going to pay attention to those types of things. Yes, yeah, so of course. Like, imagine, okay,
2: imagine your average guy, right, mm-hmm. uh, dating someone who, who looks like Kim Kardashian or Beyonce or something, right? Mm-hmm. And she likes him and she's a cool girl and she has sex with him. He's going to, he's going to call her back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, because he's mm-hmm. like, wow, she's so hot. She's so cool. Only a fool would not call a woman back. See, and this is, this, again, goes to back to what I said before, the difference between what people say they will do and what they actually do. Because I have clients who've been with women who've had sex with, they've, you know, been on dates, who, they had sex with a girl the first week, first couple days, first day, and they're still with this girl. I actually have a client who just got married. Who had sex mm-hmm. with his wife three days after they met? You see what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. so it's
2: not about, but the thing is, he actually liked her. You see what I mean? So gotcha. that's, that's what it's about. So it's like you know, people got, and that's that's part of understanding the game. People have to understand the the reality. Of the the game, you know what I mean? It's, it's it's the same thing with just like in regular life. Like, let's say if you're trying to get a job, you know, this person might get the job just because they know the they're the son of the CEO or something. And you didn't know that, but that's the reason why they got that. And that's part of the game is that him knowing that person and he got it because who he knew versus you having the qualifications. And that's just how things happen in in the world. So it's like really people understanding how things are happening in real life to really better their chances of getting what they want.
1: Gosh. So, um, well, you know what? Let's take a quick break, and then I'm going to bring up my next question right after this. We'll take our last commercial break.
0: Welcome back to don't box me in here's your host lana reed
1: welcome back welcome back today i am with uh the bad boy the dating game mr lucario he's also the author of it's your fault you're single tips on finding mr right and uh before the commercial break we were talking about how sex plays into this whole dating thing and from a man's perspective um how do you – who gets more time, the woman that is sexually more entertaining to a guy or the woman who is uh, just more enjoyable to be around?
2: Wow. Um, <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> because th- – that's actually that question because the woman who's more sexual is usually the one that's more enjoyable to be around.
1: Oh, <laughs> okay. So that's
2: oh. That, that's the, the, you know, the, the part about it. And and, and, and I got to make this clear to women is that a lot of times that when I coach women, I always, I always teach them this is that, you know, you have to you have to get a man where he's at and catch a man where he's at, and that's what's going to keep his attention. That doesn't mean you have to have sex with a guy, but you have to show your sexuality or show sexual interest in him. So meaning a lot of women think they got to play hard to get or they, you know, like they, if a guy's like not going to date with them and a guy tries to like touch her hand or whatever, she thinks she has to pull her hand away or not get all physical. And the thing is, is that you have to show sexual interest in the guy to keep the guy's attention, to keep him wanting to continue to see you and pursue you or whatever it is. I always say it like this. If you were in a kindergarten class, right? And then you have show and tell and you have a clown and then you have mm-hmm. like a guy that works at the bank most people, mm-hmm. most of the kids are going to want to see the clown because he's mm-hmm. the clowns, You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. that's what's going to keep their attention. So, you know, it makes no sense for you to be with a man who is sexually attracted to you and for you to close off your sexuality. You understand? Cause it's going to make him yeah. be disinterested. You feel what I mean? Yeah. So I say, yeah, yeah. You have to uh, show that yeah. Attention. And th-
1: that's one of the things I tell women a lot of times they do uh, wrong when it comes to relationships and marriage. One of the things that women, we tend to cut off is like, well, you're not getting sex or whatever, but they don't understand. Right how much how how much damage are doing to to their relationship when they use sex as this tool this kind right. of you know reward and you know doggy bone thing kind of uh whatever so okay cool stuff right. um you're you are of the younger generation here i'm going to say that and and you're coaching people in this clientele this, in this today's era how important do you think um your social media, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, how does that play into people having healthy relationships or this whole dating game thing or whatever?
2: Um, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's interesting because, like, you know, Facebook and Twitter, so it's like since all that is, is so public, you know, a lot of times people, you know, they'll, they'll write something or they'll say something and everybody knows where you're at and what you're mm-hmm. writing and they can see it. So a lot of times, you know, people have to kind of, I would say at first, before you even think about the social media thing, if you're dating somebody or you're interested in somebody or whatever, you know, just you have to just be as honest as possible, you know, with people about who you are and what you're about. So when they read something or they see something on social media, then it doesn't become an issue or problem where they say, well, I, I, you know, I thought you were this way. I thought you were that way. I thought you mm-hmm. were only seeing me or this and that. Because a lot of times when people look at things on social media, you know, you you kind of. You kind of get the, the, you know, the wrong idea about who this person is because you already have something in your mind of what you thought this person was or how they were. And then they write something and you're like, I didn't know you thought that. I didn't know these were your beliefs. I didn't know, you know, so you kind of Mm -hmm. have preconceived notions of the thing because, you know, social media is, it's basically the media. It's like if you were watching something on TV. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. it can be interpreted or misinterpreted in a certain way. And then a person who you're dating or a person that might be into you or whatever might think of it, you know, in a a weird type of way. So it's kind of like I always say for the people just to be more clear off media about what they're about, and what their intentions are. So that when they're on the media and the people are seeing them in the social media, that, you know, you don't take it too seriously, you see know what I mean? Because that, gotcha, that gotcha. can, like, you know, break up people and they're like, oh, I saw that you were, you know, because it's weird because sometimes even on the social media things, it'll say where you're actually at at a certain mm-hmm. time. Like, I had a friend and I saw that she was going, about to go see some movie and it, it went up on her social media. So I was like, imagine you said that and then you told somebody else, oh, I might be going here and then they're like, mm-hmm. Wait a I thought you were, you know what I mean? like, Yeah, <laughs> okay, I see, I see. Her, I see. You know? <laughs> Like I saw yeah. your Facebook you said they you know, was like,
1: come on. <laughs> gotcha. And you know, I'm thinking also, like, with you recommending that men and women kinda like date, explore their options and date as many people as possible. Right. Um, if if you let's say I'm out on a date with a guy and that guy's best friend just happens to, you know, see me you know, with another guy or something like that. And he's like, wait a minute, you know, I saw you guys on Instagram. You guys were here, but now she's over here with somebody else or something. Right. I just see it, it's a possibility for potential conflicts with your extended circle. Like, wait a minute, now, you know, this this person is a hoe. they out here dating 22 different people.
2: <laughs> right. and that's, <laughs> And that's why from the beginning it has to be, you know, I always tell people it's, it's always best to be an open book to people. Mm-hmm. Like just, you know, if you're dating someone, and and you know, it's unfortunately, you shouldn't like if you're dating someone, you you necessarily shouldn't need to tell them you're dating other people because it's not really into their business. Right, mm-hmm. but the way that people are nowadays is that you know people will get jealous or they will you know they assume that oh since you're dating me then you're dating me and that's it. So it's like mm-hmm. it's always good to even have that conversation. I, like every time when I've dated a girl, I always told I was like hey you know I really have a good time with you. Just want to let you know because mm-hmm. I'm dating other people. So just, just just so you know that you know what I mean. So yeah, and, and just to let them know so everyone's on the same page. So just in case like you said, if you see me on Instagram with somebody, you know you understand what it is and if somebody if one of your friends you know her friend sees like oh ain't that mrs locario i thought you was dating and she's like yeah he, you know he, i'm dating him he's dating other people it's cool you know like so that people know what's up so it's not like any of that conflict going on you know what i mean so honesty, is the, right.
1: honesty is the best policy honesty is the best policy so you got this movie coming out it's called it's your fault that you're single um yeah. give me a quick synops- synopsis of the movie
2: yeah, so um, the Itchy Your Fault, Your Single movie, it's it's a movie based off of my book, cause I have a book called Itchy Your Fault, Your Single, tips on finding Mr. Right, and it's one of my books I have for women. And so the synopsis of the movie, it's about uh, it's a short film, it's about a half an hour, and it's about a woman who, you know, she she's going through her life, she's breaking up with her boyfriend, or her boyfriend's breaking up with her, and she's trying to find love or whatever, and she's under, she's not really understanding why the 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 guys or whatever that she's coming into in contact with is not working out. And the main focus is that she's the 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 common denominator as to why things are not happening in her life so it 's not even just her dating life, but even with her friends and her family she 's the one that 's making things go the way that it is so basically the movie was just just trying to basically a visual representation of showing women that sometimes when you're having bad relationships and when you're not finding a man and when you're, you know, things aren't happening for you is that there are certain things that you might be doing that you're not even aware of that uh-huh. is drawing people away from you. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. that type of thing where, you know and I And I, I made the book and the movie not necessarily to blame because, you know, you say, Oh, it's your fault or whatever, but it's more of an empowering, empowering thing to say, look, you have the control to, control how you want this to go. You understand? So it's like, mm-hmm. you're the ones that can control how you want it to go and how you want to make it happen. So, you know, it's, it's up to you if you want to make things change and make things more positive and better for your, your daily life and just your life in general. You gotcha, know?
1: Gotcha. Now, this, this time that we have spent together here today, we've kind of uh, gently tiptoed around a lot of the stuff that you can find on your website. Um, but right. I'm under the impression that most times you don't go over well with women um, why oh, why is that why is that
2: well you know what it is it is like i was saying earlier is that you know um women generally are are conditioned to to not even take responsibility everything is you know it's, it's like we kind of coddle women in our society mm-hmm. and you know what i do is i tell women the reality And the real deal about relationships, because a lot of times, like even in a marriage, a guy, a woman might be doing something like a guy's wife might be doing something that's not cool. And instead of like telling her, hey, look, you know, honey, this is not cool he just not say anything because he doesn't want to get into argument or whatever. So no one's really reprimanding a lot of times of the stuff that women might be doing. So a lot of times in my advice, I get straight to the point and I say, Hey, listen, if you want this to, to, to happen for you or you want things to be better, this is probably, the, th- these are the things that you might need to do. And it's, it's always pointing the finger back at the woman because even with men, I point the finger back at the men and I say, men, look, the reason why you're not getting this and getting that, because you know, it's really starting from you. A lot of things that that are not happening in your life or the way things are going or things are happening in a negative way or whatever, like all the stuff that you're not feeling, it's starting from you. You know, it's not about mm-hmm. the world and everybody's out to get me and this, no, it's starting from you. But a lot of people are scared to let women know that. And since people haven't let women know that, they're they, they they not used to somebody saying, hey, you need to do something, you know? So it's kind of like mm-hmm. it's a resistance And the thing is, is that I always try to tell women that, you know, once you start getting right with yourself, then things are going to fall into place. You know, a lot of times the reason why a lot of women are single is because they're not getting right with themselves. Like you might have a woman who has a severe attitude problem and she no one's calling her on it and she might even deny it. And she'd be like, oh, no, it's not me. It's them. But it's like, no, you're you know, you're driving these guys away because you have an attitude problem. So you have to fix that, and then when you fix that, then more guys will be interested in you and attracted to you and want to be around you. you know what I mean? So oh, it's you. like that type of thing, you
1: gotcha, know. Got you, got you, cool stuff. So we are at the end of this hour here. Um, real quick, what can we expect from Mr. Lucario in the future? What you got on the pipeline?
2: Yeah, so um, basically my, my movie's coming out in January, so you guys look out for that. at your fall. You're you can find it on YouTube, uh, Vimeo, all these different websites. It will be all over the place online. Also, I have a book coming out called What's Good, which is my first uh, motivational slash inspirational book about happiness, about positivity, about goal setting. So that's going to be coming out um, next year around the springtime. And, um, yeah, and I'm just going to be doing some more, like, lectures and, and talks at different locations. And, and, you know, I'm trying to get into some more, um, like, colleges and universities and stuff like that to start, you know, uh, doing some live talks and everything like that. So.
1: Good deal, good deal. Now, yeah. just a quick curiosity question, and you don't have to say names or dates or anything. I'm just wondering, yes. the bad boy of the dating game, have you ever had your nose wide open, been totally sprung on a trick you couldn't see straight?
2: Oh, of course. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's the thing, you know, like those feelings of love and all that, it's, 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 you know, it's not logical, man. You know, this is why, you know, I have friends who are with women who I was like, man, this girl's not good for you, dude. And he's just like, yo, but I feel this way. Or even women who are with guys and, you know, they're not good for them. And it's just like, they have that feeling. So I think, you know, it happens to everybody, you know, you're, you're just... Is this, uh, you know, that person that you just, it don't make sense, but you're still, <laughs> like, you know, rolling around and making things happen. But that, that's why it's good to have people on the <laughs> gotcha, outside. To, gotcha.
1: to, to show okay, well, you, that you is know? all for today. My guest has been Mr. Lucario the bad boy of dating. Please visit his website, com and check out all of his videos and other information that he's got going on. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Continued success to you.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Take care.
1: That is all for this week's show. I'll be back next week at the same time. Until then, remember when it comes to your dreams, the words can't and won't should never slow you down. There's always space to change and to grow. Don't be boxed in. Live your very best life. I am your host, Lana Reed, and I'll see you next week.